0: I get your point, but I think again we we talked about this a little bit before with with Arnold Schwarzenegger being there, his inability to announce an er, uh, you know, word without saying ah. Uh, I I thought it was great. You're wrong, Kirby. All right, my we least. Didn't, favorite we didn't. We go- didn't say
1: that. You said that. I thought it was stupid. But go ahead.
0: Well, I love a rainy night. I love a rainy night. I love to hear the thunder. Watch the lightning that lights up the sky. And that's how we start off episode number 188 of the Promo Upfront podcast. Little Eddie Rabbit for you. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Bill Petrie, with me as always. Let's call him the Baron of the Big Game. We can't legally say what that big game was because we don't want to be sued by Roger Goodell and all the people of the National Football League. But let's do call him the Baron of the Big Game, the one and only Kirby Hassiman I do know him. I know his last name. also know how to pronounce it. Uh, but anyway, the Baron of the Big Game, Kirby Hassaman. Kirby! How the guacamole are you?
1: Yeah, I'm doing well, man. Doing well, just trying to, uh, you know, this time of year, keep the plates spinning and and keep things rocking and rolling. But, I, you know, your uh, serenade
0: was actually quite lovely. That was a really nice Eddie Rabbit rendition. Nice job on that. So I'm doing well, buddy. How about you? I'm doing great. Not driving my life away, just uh, enjoying a little rainy night here. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing well. Uh, both of us are resplendent in our royal blue, different, slightly different shades, but uh, yeah. our branded merch, which actually uh, makes some sense since yeah. that's the industry that we're in. Yeah, and you know, talk about. Uh, we will, and and he, you know, it's it's uh, the football season's over. Super Bowl is is done. It's been played. We know who won. That means kind of the end, of the beginning of the uh, the beginning of the year is kind of over. Now we're kind of in 2024, right? Yeah, right. Uh, don't try to follow my logic there, are people. <laughs> I can barely do it. Well, but roll with me here. <laughs> but that got me to thinking, Kirby, Okay. Right. you know, we're, we're still kind of in the beginning of the year. I always sure. think February 15th is that the first 45 days is the beginning of the year. And then after that, man, it's it's full go. Okay. But you know what the best part of the new year is? I'm guessing you don't. I, in fact, that was a rhetorical question. Don't even answer, Kirby, because um, all I'm going to do, according to the script I have I've written out, is tell you you're wrong anyway. So just let's assume you're wrong. Right. Uh, my favorite thing about the beginning of the year is seeing all the fantastic new merchandise from suppliers in our space, the branded merchandise industry. And man, boy, oh boy, do we have some fabulous ones from our good pals at Logo Mats. We all know they have a wide range of indoor, outdoor, and point-of-purchase mats that are mats that are bold, bright, durable, and made in the USA. However, be- I bet you weren't aware of these three new products, Kirby. That would be the Desk Impressions mat. It's a stunningly Mm. gorgeous chair mat for use on hard floors. Make your your chair glide on Mm, a beautiful logoed mat. The Pop Scrape mat. That's perfect for fundraising, product promotions, and events. And my personal favorite, the Branded Comfort mat. It has amazing anti-fatigue properties. I think you would pronounce it fatigu, but it's actually pronounced fatigue, -fatigue anti-fatigue properties. Now, Kirby, I know you're as pumped as I am about seeing these fabulous new products alongside their already impressive lineup of merchandise
1: i am and, and i think that you know one of the best things about when people introduce new products is it does reintroduce you to the rest of the line as well because it's like um you know when you start talking about the mat that goes underneath the chair i'm like oh that's pretty cool so i, I love that, that it kind of
0: reintroduces me to a line that i already know is super powerful Kirby, I couldn't have said it any better myself, according to the script I wrote. As a reminder, Logo Mats is celebrating their 20th anniversary here in 2024. So let's help them celebrate by stopping over to LogoMatsLLC.com to see all their products. Or better yet, why don't you just contact Miles Wadsworth or anyone on the team at Logo Mats and place an order? That's really what we're trying to do here. Place an order, people. Love it. You don't think about uh, Logo Mats as a great upsell for your clients it is and i'm telling you that team is going to help you out with that they'll help you as their new tagline says stand out where others fit in all right kirby so we uh do something we have a, it's a little bit of a tradition here on the promo upfront podcast as i trip over my words for the sixth time in the first three minutes and that is to talk about the super bowl ads but before we get into that kind of an extension of that i wanted to talk about the Super Bowl, the commercials, which we're going to take a deeper dive into, but the branded merchandise that goes alongside it. Now, okay. we you, you brought up last week something I was completely unaware of in mm-hmm. the Miller Lite promotion where they really leveraged merchandise uh, by, by uh, the first, I believe, 1,000 people, got uh, a jersey with a specific QR code on it tied to that person, and they could win a year of free beer. I didn't know about it but our friend david schultz sure knew about it because he got shirt number 99 if i believe or jersey number 99 That's and so i'm cool. gonna put him i'm putting him on the cover of our podcast uh today this week because honestly he posted about it during the super bowl during the lead up um and i saw it and i'm like okay i had fomo i wanted that jersey i don't know where i would wear that i would look <laughs> ridiculous wearing that but i wanted it and i to your point, kind of a continuation of our conversation last week, I thought it was a great use of merchandise. Do you have anything to say about that? And then I have something else about merchandise before we get in the uh, yeah. the, uh Super Bowl commercial review. Yeah, yeah. So I first of all,
1: yes, FOMO four days. And and again, yeah. I think I told you I actually tried to, to get on fast enough, but I wasn't I wasn't fast enough. I didn't get it. I didn't even know what it was gonna be. I was just like, yes, I want whatever it is. And and so, and then the other piece is. And this is the part I want to give kudos to David is like he took it and like ran with it because, you know, all you Miller Lite really, yeah, really asked you to do was put it on during the game. And so there's a QR code on each piece so that it would you could scan in and, and again, brilliant by Miller Lite. But yeah. David took it to the next level, created a video around it. And again, one of the things I always say, David hates it when I say this, but I think he's the renaissance man of our industry. He's, sure. he's like good at so many different things. And when I, I saw this, I was like, dude, that is yep. brilliant. And kudos to David. But I mean, what Miller, Miller Lite did was engage people like that who are passionate about the brand and, and let them tell their story for them. I thought it was yep. awesome.
0: Well, and you know, you said that uh, uh, David was faster on the draw than you. And that's probably in the only area of life where David's faster on the draw <laughs> than you. But that's okay. That's not what I want to talk about. We talked in the past on this podcast about the trend of micro influencers yeah. and this is an absolute perfect case in point. Brilliant. Whether they picked you because I think you sell yourself a little short you do tremendous videos and tremendous content but you know I don't know if Miller Lite actually did research if they had micro I mean it wouldn't surprise me but Picking someone like a David Schultz or a Kirby Haussmann was a brilliant idea because they're going to do exactly what you want them to do, which is promote your brand in their sphere of influence, whatever that sphere might be, for the duration of the game. I thought it was great. I agree with you. Uh, David did a great job and is absolutely a a renaissance man. Now, the other commercial that I saw, Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to put this in my review, even though it was one of the better commercials. I'd actually put it in the top three, but since we're about to talk about it, I'm not going to put it. Okay. The Duncan uh, commercial. They, uh, if you remember that with uh, Ben Affleck, uh, Tom Brady, and uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. That's him. Jay anyway, Will. I thought that was a. Yeah. Co- J- <laughs> uh, who's that? Uh, anyway, I thought that was a great commercial. But I don't know if you know this. Duncan actually sold the tracksuits that they wore—the ridiculous tracksuits—sold mm. out in ninety. I'm sorry, nineteen minutes. And again, another merchandise tie-in. Now, if you remember that commercial, these are gaudy, loud, obnoxious tracksuits uh, that nobody should ever wear but yet they created something people want them. No one's ever going to wear it except to a, a costume party, a Halloween party, something like that. I love it. But a, again, another merchandise tie-in. And I think what I'm seeing, Kirby, over the last X amount of years, pick your timeline, is really merchandise starting to drive the mm. advertisers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to trail the advertisers. And wanted to get your take on the, A, would you would you wear a Duncan sweatsuit? Or B... Uh, you know, do you agree that uh, merch is really starting to push uh, these brands to to be a little more creative? I think that okay. So, uh, the
1: answer to the first thing is so probably not. But I did I didn't want it, so I didn't go get it. But the Miller Lite merch, I would. Because I, I, you know, I, I, I have an affinity for that brand, and I was all in. Right. And so I would totally wear that jersey. That I would be wearing that on the podcast today if I had that. You know what I mean? Like so. Right. It has to do with right. an affinity for the brand. I think the people who got it are who are Duncan fans. Awesome, right? Um. But right. the second part, which is, is merch driving it? I said, yeah, I, I think yeah, we are starting to see that, and I love that advertisers marketers are starting to see yes there's the set there's the yeah. seven million bucks there's the 30 seconds that you have right but there's so much more opportunity to then utilize that with you know unpaid media on the front end uh you know virality on the back end and then adding some lasting power to it by tying into brand and merge i, it, I yeah. those are my favorite campaigns
0: you know what I mean? Those are my and like I said, he, yeah, I m- mine too. And by, and like I said, driving out of that grassroots level, I'm going to pay more attention to what you do, what a, what a David Schultz does, yeah. what what my my uh, friendship group is doing more than I am a commercial on the TV. And so yeah. I thought it was brilliant. Uh, I don't think it? I really grasped, I don't think I grasped the brilliance of it last week. Yeah. Um, so it, it was it was pretty amazing. All right, Kirby, before we go into the Super Bowl ads. Hey, I know you love homemade, I'm sorry, uh, sublimated home accessories. I know you do. Sure. Uh, well, our good pals over at the Kannada Group have a wide variety of home goods that are just ready to be sublimated. Talking right. aprons, oven mitts, pillows, hot pad holders, and on and on and on. I could go on and on, but that's not what we're going to do. I just want people to realize with each product, you have the ability to decorate with that edge-to-edge vibrant sublimation. You can even use photos of, of a pet or a specific product, or whatever you want to do, it's amazing. Head over to the dot Group.com today. See all those amazing home accessories that are just ready to be sublimated in vibrant color. All right, Kirby, why don't you lead us with some Super Bowl ads? I think we we okay. we have kind of this is this little one time we actually do some planning for the show. So
1: yeah, well, us. again,
0: There's I think way. what we talked about was doing you know our favorite ads, then maybe
1: mm-hmm. the ads we like the least. Do you want to go? Maybe we go one by one. Right? Um, Sounds great. Sounds okay. Great. So I'll go with my first one. And and these are in no particular order. They're just literally what I thought of. And then I yeah. went back and did research because I, I thought, okay, the ones that I liked and I remembered, well, that's the point of the yeah. exercise. Right. So Absolutely. my very first one was the Dun Kings ad, the Dun Kings ad with Ben and Matt and Tom and JLo. I thought yeah. it was, it was like cringy from my perspective in the best way, yeah. mainly because I, in Ben and JLo, I'm like, oh yeah, that's yeah. how Amy looks at me when I have all these crazy ass ideas, and so I certainly right. saw that. And I thought Tom Brady was was funny in that, but my favorite is actually the 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 interactions between Ben and and Matt when Damon, when yeah. yeah when Matt's like, you make it very hard to be your
0: friend, yeah. <laughs>
1: and so Definitely. that was actually my favorite. I thought it tied to the brand, it was memorable, and then honestly, to your point that we just talked about. I love yeah. the behind the scenes, the extra footage.
0: Yeah. Like if you go to YouTube, there's other,
1: oh, yeah. you know, not just the commercial but all the other stuff and again, it adds to the longevity of the campaign. So that was my favorite.
0: No, that was your all-time, that was your number one. Yeah, that one was favorite, my number right? one, right? Yeah, yeah. My number one favorite, Like a Good Neighbor, State Farm is there. I thought that was absolutely brilliant. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, for that State Farm ad. First of all, Arnold has leaned into his accent. I mean, he, he's he can't really change that accent, and so the fact that he has a sense of humor about it, I thought was brilliant. I thought it was great. It was very memorable. Uh, I so that was actually my favorite ad was the the stay meal, and it was just the interplay of neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. It was very funny to me. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. It's it's it's, it's so... on it's on it's on my list later. Okay. So I my my second favorite one okay. was the Dove commercial. Uh I think they call it Hard Knocks and it was the body image of women athletes and how many um girls who are yeah, developing to into young women uh drop out of sports because of body image issues and I thought man what an incredible a, a the message is is fantastic yeah but be the timing of that message a a very generally male-dominated day that is about big heavy men hitting the hell out of each other (laughs) and, and moving a ball up and down a field to focus for that moment on little girls trying hard and maybe having some failures as we all do when we're learning how to do things and then that stark moment where they put the the actual uh graphic up there of the people you know how many how many the percentage of, of girls who stopped playing sports by the age, I think of 18 because of body image issues, but that, that hit me. And I don't know why, yeah. um, but I thought that was an amazing, amazing advertisement. And I do remember it was for dove. I, I think it was a really cool mm. ad. So I, yeah. I that was my second favorite one.
1: I'm really gra- glad you brought that up as not anywhere on my list. And as soon as you said it, I remember, sitting in there going, thinking that that was powerful. Cause I think it wasn't 18. I think it was 14 because I think
0: that, like yeah, when,
1: the, when the girl's bodies start to change, they're like, okay, I'm not going to yeah. do that. And yeah, that was really good. I agree. That was a really good one. Yeah. Uh, my second one, my second one's silly. Um, I love the Kawasaki ad, the Ridge that was the party in the front. It, it, I, I yeah. thought that was funny yeah. i thought it, it it got everybody's attention yeah. people were chuckling about it the fact they had stone cold steve austin and suddenly had a mullet yeah. like everything about that i thought was funny and it tied to the actual product so i remember yeah. that. that was what like it was the first one of the day that i went "Ooh, that's good yeah. so that was that was my second
0: that that was on my list for the third so i'll just echo what you exactly said that was my third most favorite one again i thought it was funny and again it again what I love, and I guess, you know, it's always what we personally love. Yeah, yeah. I love when brands take what is perceived as a weakness yes. and lean into it and turn it into a strength. Kawasaki four wheels. I mean, I think most people's perception is that's redneck, rednecky over there on the farm, having a couple beers and just going bonkers in a field. And they leaned into that with the whole mullet messaging. And yeah. I thought that CGI was done very well. I love yeah. that Stone Cold Steve Austin was on it. So that was my third favorite one. So what was your favorite one? That must be the Dunkings one. Well, no, Dunkings was like our number oh, one. Oh, you but mentioned I, that.
1: Yeah, so I'm going to go – like I had a couple that I was going to lean into here. I think my third was probably the T-Mobile with Jason Momoa and Scrubs okay. – it, it, they, i, I yeah. thought it was funny it was it was not how i expected to see jason momoa that guy has a sense of humor about himself yeah. which i think is pretty good because the scrubs guys are good um i will say yeah. my side note on that is there were uh, at least two more flash dance references in super bowl commercials than i was expecting this year i mean when there's more than one yeah. like, that was really funny
0: to me so i, I like that one it was memorable yeah, I would love to comment on that, but I was emptying Jack Daniels out of my body at that point, so I don't recall that commercial at all. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair all right. Enough. Okay. Let's talk about the worst. Okay. Let's talk about the worst. I'm going to start with my third worst, if that's okay. I'm going to come up to what I thought was the worst commercial. I thought the third worst commercial, and I'm going to catch some flack for this, because I think a lot of people like this one. Okay. It's called Talking with Walken. It's the Christopher oh, yeah. Walken one. Yeah. I thought that was just dumb yeah um now the only way it would have been saved because some of the people did a great so people didn't see it uh there as christopher walken who has a very distinct cadence of about the way he speaks goes through life i think a bmw commercial if i remember yeah. i barely even remember the commercial who it was for um he runs into people who are doing christopher walken impressions yeah to him and yeah, yeah to him and, you know here's your car uh, mr walken that type yeah. of stuff yeah um I thought it was dumb and it went on too long. And the only thing I thought they missed out on and would have saved it is you talk about a Renaissance man, Dave Grohl. Now, Dave Grohl famously does a great Christopher Walken Mm -hmm. impression because one time Christopher Walken introduced Foo Fighters on Saturday Night Live saying, ladies and gentlemen, Foo Fighters. (laughs) Um, And I thought that would have been awesome had he run into Dave Grohl, like a, a little more star power there. Uh, to me, to tie it in a little bit, I, I, again, it just, it was lost on me. Yeah. Fair. I, I, I
1: agree in the sense that that was one that I didn't get. Um, of course they had usher, I think in that one, but uh, yeah, that one, it it was going in a lot of different places. I didn't love that one. Uh, my third least was. Temu, Temu, the, the, the online, uh, shopping platform. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, they did, they had what I thought was a very annoying jingle um, and the idea that you're shopping like a billionaire when you're buying a bedspread for 9.99, just it, nothing about that sort of ties together. That being said, I'm not, I'm not complaining about the platform, but you know, I've, I, yeah. I know a lot of people have shopped on it, but I, that one was one that I didn't love. Yeah.
0: I will I'll complain about the platform. Um, no, I've never <laughs> bought anything on there. I just, you know, I feel like it's one of those really weird invasive Chinese apps like TikTok, yeah. <laughs> you know, how I feel about TikTok. I just, I feel like it's data mining and all it is. I think TAMU does that too. I I agree with you. Commercial is like yeah. all right. My second worst commercial that would be Judge Judy uh, for Elf Cosmetics. It was called Judge Beauty. Um, mm. I, I there's been a bit times I don't I've, even remember it. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, there's times <laughs> there's times I've watched Judge Judy and it's fairly entertaining because she can be very quick and very smart. She's not an actress, and so they <laughs> took the best thing that Judge Judy is, which is spontaneous and quick and, and lightning fast and they completely neutered it and it was just dumb it was predictable it uh, it was for some cosmetics line who who, who cares it was dumb <laughs> okay my my second one i did not like the state format
1: i didn't i i thought they made a whole deal about i didn't like it i like i was just like what the hell does this have to do with oh. anything you got an option for an action star and they're like interrupting it with his the pronunciation of stuff i i didn't like it at all i it, it i He's- I didn't the like
0: man it. is 75 what do you want him to do
1: <laughs> let him do the things that they started to do I didn't I I, I didn't need Jake from State Farm to give him uh, a pronunciation lesson I didn't oh oh cool Danny DeVito's in it I they, I will say that probably my one thing is there was a lot of wasted up wasted celebrity cameos in a lot of these i'm just like oh god what the hell does anything there was at least one commercial that i literally cannot remember what it was for and as the room around in my house around the super bowl we all went well that was a lot of wasted money what the hell was that and so i thought that would be probably
0: the the overall arching theme i i get your point but i think again we we talked about this a little bit before with with arnold schwarzenegger being there his inability to announce an er uh, you know, word without saying, ah, uh, I, I thought it was great. You're wrong, Kirby. All right. My well, least didn't We didn't say that. You
1: said that. I thought it was stupid, but go ahead.
0: Yeah, that's okay. No, <laughs> we, we agree. Uh, all right. The worst commercial, the one that that went on too long and the payoff just wasn't there. It was for Etsy. It was for Thank You, France, where uh, the United States gets the Statue of Liberty and, mm, and yeah. everybody in 18, whatever it is, and everybody's wondering, what do we do? How do we thank the people of France? And they come up with a cheese board. I mean, I saw that coming from a mile away and you know, the CGI was bad. It just, honestly, it was dumb. D U M with a B dumb. Like it. I, yeah, that was one that I didn't get.
1: So I, I, I got no argument on that one. I thought the homes.com whole series of ads was silliness. I like, and I like those actors. This is not a, a shot at them. And I, I but like, to me, it was like the opposite. They're, they're, they're being intrusive to get their information as opposed like, yeah. oh, I, I just didn't like anything about that ad. I thought it was annoying. And, and I know there were multiples.
0: Every time they came on, I was like, that's yeah. stupid. So I didn't like yeah, it. No, I, 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 uh, yeah, no, I can't argue with that. All right. Now, Kirby, we always do a what the fudge category. Uh, like, <laughs> what the heck did we just see? Right. I know you have one. What is your what the fudge commercial of the day? Yeah, I thought that I, the thing that I think everybody
1: in my at my kind of Super Bowl attendee had the same reaction about the Kennedy yeah. ad. Uh, first of all, uh, you know you don't see a lot of presidential political ads on the Super Bowl, no. so right away it stood out. You can say you could make the argument that's good. I would not, and then he picked yeah. a you know 1960s JFK ad to impose yeah. them himself over like. Yeah. So I, I hated everything about it. I didn't understand it. And I'm like,
0: yeah. and
1: this is not a political statement. This is just math. If there was ever a time, A, that there was an independent candidate that would be able to stand out, you would do it based on being progressive, young, yeah. technologically advanced, not yeah. a throwback to 1960s. There's not like messaging was bad. The whole I, I,
0: WTF. I didn't understand anything about that. Yeah. I have to agree with you. You know, the second I heard Kennedy, 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 <laughs> Kennedy, Kennedy, I'm like, what, ha- what's going on? Yeah. And I'm like, I had no idea Robert F. Kennedy Jr. was running for president. That's was number one. So <laughs> from that perspective, it was informative. So yeah. I am now aware that he's running for president, but again, to take a campaign theme song from 1960, which it's it does not age well in right. terms of sounding like you said progressive or or with yeah. it as yeah. the kids would say. Uh, no, I, I agree. Now I had two more if you can indulge but, me, Kirby, with it. the yes. fudges, uh, the Wicked trailer. Man, mm. I heard so many people talking about how oh my gosh, the Wicked trailer is awesome. It was nothing but hot garbage. People, that was <laughs> awful. It was absolutely. It, it went on. It was a minute long, I think, and it seemed like ten minutes. And it just, the play was fine. I saw the play in Chicago many years ago. And I'm sure the movie will be just fine. But man, that went on and on and on. And I, ha- I have a theme that, or a, a belief that most movie trailers in mo- in, on the Super Bowl fail to do anything. Yeah. I think there's too much going on. I, I, and this one stood out just because it stunk. Oh man, the other one didn't bother me. I like I thought again. I th- I think part of that is you know maybe who
1: you're watching with and stuff like that. And I'm sitting next to maybe. my daughter, and and I thought she thought it was great. And so then it, it I think that colors my opinion. I I didn't mind that. Sure, the other WTF
0: one was the Mr. T Sketchers ad. Oh man, and I agree a hundred percent with that one. Okay, that's a good and not, one. Not <laughs> not because Mr. T was there. He was a little irrelevant. I think a lot of people don't know who he is and all that. And for a guy who's 70, 72 looks great, you know, looks in great shape. Okay. My real what the heck moment was, why the hell is Tony Romo in there? You are subjecting me, CBS, to already three hours of Tony <laughs> Romo in his very weird chemistry with Jim Nance. I do not, I repeat, do not to see him need need to see him in some sort of quasi-comfort footwear ad. No more Tony Romo. I'm done with it. What the F.
1: Yeah. Okay. I, I got no problem with that. That was that was just I I so that one should have made my bad list. Cause it was just a bad ad. Yeah. Like so you're just yeah. like, oh, it isn't spelled with a T. Yeah. What in the hell are you talking Like that was a bad ad. Now something you said just made me think of something else. So I actually yeah. did think the Deadpool ad was good. Because it again, with I, okay. the idea, with the idea that it drove me, I was like, oh. It's on YouTube right now.
0: I must go see this. So that was one I thought was pretty good. So that was a good way to do it. Here's the thing. I want to be aware of things like that. Like, is the second I was made aware of the Deadpool movie, I'm like, cool. I want to see it. That was it. I don't need 10 minutes of it. Now, Deadpool is awesome. So I don't mind 10 minutes of it. (laughs) Wicked. Unawesome, as the kids would say. I don't think the kids would say that, but all right. <laughs> I, I, I believe I would know. All right, uh, Kirby, do you have another topic for us? Yeah, we can make this one a quick one um, just because okay. of time. Um, yeah. So one of the things every
1: year um, is the Super Bowl halftime p- show. People talk about this um, leading up to the show and, and, and yeah. then during the show, whatever. Um, and as a side note, I was not on social media at all during the Super Bowl. I just, I was totally locked in. I'm probably the worst person to watch the Super Bowl with because I really love football and I really want to pay attention probably. to the ads. So I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to watch
0: yeah. it. Um, right.
1: And the next day I got on social media and it was like, God, there's a lot of miserable people who don't understand they have a remote control if they want to change the channel, they can yeah. yeah. But one of the questions I see is that why are people willing to do, why are these superstars willing to do the halftime show and not yeah. get paid to the point where i think people don't believe they're not being paid and i saw a post that was broken down i think it was yesterday on social media that i thought really did a good job and you know the obvious answer is exposure and so sure. i was curious to know your thoughts on it and if like if you were a usher you were a prince you were one of these acts that yeah. did not get paid would you have agreed to do it do you think it's
0: a good trade Possibly, I, I think it really depends on the individual uh, artist and what what's going on. I think Usher's promote; he, he's got a new album about to drop, correct? I yeah. Think he, okay. So brilliant. using that as a platform to promote an album seems to be a better use of of a big show's time, as opposed to maybe some sort of female pop star who would use a moment of gratitude at an award ceremony to hijack it. I I wouldn't know if that ever's happened, but if it did. I would say the way Usher handled it and leveraged the Super Bowl for his purposes. I think that's what it is. You know, you and I speak in the industry and out of the industry. Yeah. And there are many times people will say, We'd love you to speak. We can't afford to pay you, but the exposure you're going to get is amazing. <laughs> and I will tell you the exposure we get, never amazing. It's great and it's yeah. nice and it's yeah. wonderful, but it's not going to, if, if anything, I get more out of exposure speaking because my audience to sell my, my products and my services is promotional products, distributors, and suppliers. Yeah. Yours is not. So right. I think for someone like Usher or um, Alicia Keys was up there, her, who I think is amazing, her guitar solo was amazing. Um, I, I think it's a great platform if you want to leverage it for your own purposes. If you're doing it for an ego trip, sure, you can tell, you can yeah. always tell if it's an ego thing. So I think you can take say, okay, yeah, you're going to give me access and exposure. I'm going to leverage that for my own use. Now, the one thing I will say is I love the fact that Usher used that vehicle. And, and I thought the halftime show was great, by the way. Yeah, That is not generally my genre of music. I thought it was phenomenal. I, what a showman! I thought the the roller skates and the way the camera moved along with it was great. And my favorite part was he was singing live. Mm-hmm. So often you hear the you know the NFL will not allow people to do that. My my understanding is I just said I'm not doing it unless I can sing live. And he, for a 40 year old man who is running around all over the the floor of the Super Bowl and getting up on the stage, and to be able to sing with that just beautiful, beautiful beautiful voice man that was amazing that was yeah. truly amazing and so i think to answer your question in a very long-winded way and i'm sorry i'm hijacking this no i think i i think it depends on the artist you know i think you have to i think you can take the gig but you really have to say okay i'm using this for my own purposes here yeah. and and start being and be very selfish about what do i want to do and how do i want to do it and how yeah. do i want it to be remembered
1: yeah
0: yeah no i i, I think it, So I think
1: a lot of times when you say, hey, you're doing this and you're doing it for exposure, I think the people listening to this podcast can totally appreciate this because they'll be like, hey, can you uh, sponsor our program in the basketball, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. You'll get a lot of exposure. No, you won't. Right. You won't. No, you won't. The Super Bowl halftime show is different. Mm -hmm. I I think Mm -hmm. if now you made a great point, it is totally worth it. It's totally worth it. The end. Yeah. Period. End. Stop. However, it is incumbent on the person doing it to utilize it to, to leverage the. And so I think, and I won't get these details exactly right, but I think Usher dropped his album like a day or two before the Super Bowl. brilliant. So it's available on Apple and all those places right there so that people can go while they're watching it. And then I think if I understand correctly, um, during the show tickets to his upcoming concert went live during the show. Like that's brilliant. Yep. That is that is what you should be doing 100%. to leverage that opportunity. And so, from my perspective, if we, if you and I, had the opportunity to speak at a ginormous, you know, business services whatever thing, yeah, and all everybody in the audience, there's there's ten thousand people there, and they're all our customers. Yeah, that's different. Oh, than yeah, that's great. doing doing a series of of regional shows, webinars, which, or, yeah, know. whatever, which are great. They're fine. The thirty people in the audience. None of whom are my customers. Yeah, I'm doing that for the good of the the world
0: order. I'm not getting exposure, right? So, so that's yeah. part of that. That's part of giving back, and, yeah, and you service. and I are very yeah. big into that. So you know, hey, honestly, regional associations, and please keep asking us because yes. we, we always <laughs> seek to say yes, whether we do it individually or or together. Um, and I think you're right. And, and you know, I made a little tongue-in-cheek jab at Taylor Swift a second ago. Escher, what what what? Taylor Swift and her team, in my opinion, did everything wrong at the Grammys. Usher and his team did everything right. It was sponsored by Apple Music, so his album was available on Apple Music before the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then where, where artists make all of their income, which is merchandise and touring. That's mm-hmm. really it. No one makes money on streaming anymore. I mean, there's no money yeah. in streaming, trust me. Um, and it, for, for that to drop, Right during the halftime performance, hundred percent brilliant. brilliant. And I thought, and like I said, I thought the show was good. We are short on time, Kirby, but we would this We have to kind of settle up here. Oh, okay. uh, we did have a bet for yeah. the Don't Super remember. Bowl. Now, so... <laughs> I didn't remember until a, about three minutes before we started recording. <laughs> so, um, we both picked the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, who ended up winning the Super Bowl. So we have to go to a tiebreaker. Before we do that. Uh, man, we'd be remiss if we didn't say what happened yesterday mm-hmm. as we're yeah. recording this Holy at cow. the uh, parade in, uh, in in Kansas City. Just uh, just saw it this morning, uh, man. Yeah, just awful, awful. And I know Dave Schultz, who we talked to earlier, and Mandy Mandy Rudd were there. Uh, they're safe. Uh, I talked to him yesterday. or texted with them, and but yeah, just just uh, just awful thing. But anyway, so just anyway, hearts are thoughts yeah. with them, and that's not going to do very much other than thoughts. And just we we're, yeah. We're anyway yep uh okay so we had to go to a tiebreaker and the tiebreaker was the first team to score now i if you recall last week i was extraordinarily magnanimous you were because i allowed you to pick first and you picked the kansas city chiefs who didn't get their shit together until (laughs) almost the end of the second quarter (laughs) so the 49ers the 49ers did score first that makes me I don't like to brag, but that <laughs> makes me, I believe, the ultimate champion of yeah. <laughs> the fairytale football pick league that we create every year. I'm so, the first Herbie, loser. You yeah. must now donate. <laughs> you are the first loser. You must now donate $100 to uh, the Promotional Products Education Foundation, and because again, and I hate to say this, I'm being so magnanimous. I'm going to match your donation as well. <laughs> well, I think uh, what's in, in most important though the is that
1: all three people who are learning, who are listening to us, is yeah. we would just like encourage you to do the same. Because again, I think it is one of those causes that we we are it's near and dear to our hearts. So that's good.
0: It it is near and dear to our hearts. We're both on uh, PPEF trustees, and here's the thing: you can just do it very easily. P-P-E-F dot U-S. It's just that simple, kids. Click a button, donate some money, feel good about that. All right, Kirby. I think it's time to wrap this up, but we'd be remiss if we didn't thank our great friend, Miles Wadsworth, and all the good strongs over at Logo Mats. They've got some great new merchandise to go alongside. They're already amazing mat solutions. And you talk about vibrant color when it comes to uh, whether it's a desk mat, whether it's uh, a floor mat, whether it's an anti-fatigue mat. It is amazing. And you talk about making that first impression when people come into uh, a store or come into an event, they really do an amazing job. So head over to logomatsllc.com. You're not going to be sorry you did, Kirby. I appreciate you matching outfits today a little bit. And I always appreciate you uh, bringing it, bringing it strong. You're a, you know what you are, Kirby? You're a good neighbor. <laughs> so stupid.